ready for the shit to hit the fan The more I think on it, the less I understand The night is over, but the moon is still a man When I retail, I hope I know just who I am I think I'm ready for the shit to hit the fan The more I think on it, the less I understand The night is over, but the moon is still a man When I return, I hope I know just who I am It's time to watch It's time to watch it Something on the deck Hold up my violin while the water's to my neck They said we'll never sink so I don't have to fret My lips are the color of the sea but I got no regret I will play the berserker tilting on the deck Hold up my violin while the water's to my neck They said we'll never sink so I don't have to fret My lips are the color of the sea but I got no regret Excited about our next guest. Uh, I'm going to have on Matt Peters from the band Royal Canoe. As we just heard the song Butterfalls uh, off their album, which is available everywhere called Sidelining. Go check it out, royalcanoe.com. So, uh, you know, pack up your, your gear because we're on our way to Winnipeg. That's right. That's where this band hails from as we get set to talk with Matt Peters. But before we do that, we are going to hear, um, the latest single from the band Royal Canoe. This is Scratching Static. 
And again, uh, from this album that is available everywhere called Sidelighting, make sure to go check it out. And we will talk with Matt on the opposite side of this song.
and a saving grace to replace the need to be stable. The pain awaits you, clairvoyant like oil on paper plates. See you through and do what you were We're trying to point to the side of pain. Wish my skin would pass it by, it's gotta reiterate. Stance on it, dance on it like temptation. We sway, move around, tread on water like touch on the way. excited for this next guest as you guys know i'm always currently looking for something super cool for your ears and um luckily i found matt peters uh from the band royal canoe and i'm excited to have him on thank you uh for being on and welcome to the show thanks for having me yeah yeah i just heard your new album sidelining which is out now uh, very cool album, very fun concept uh, that I truly enjoyed, and I implore everyone to go check it out. For more information, uh, go ahead and log on to royalcanoe.com. They're on Twitter, and they are on Facebook, and, of course, they are on the Gram. I'll have links to their YouTube and, of course, to their Spotify. Head on over to entertheshell.com for more of those details. Um, wanted to talk to you about this album. I, I know you guys have been doing this for over a decade now. Yeah. Right? Oh my God. It's so long. <laughs> oh, it makes me feel old. But yes, that's true. But there's nothing wrong with that because a lot of people, no. you know, that do this for a long time, there, there's that whole critique of you need 10,000 hours, you know, right. in, in order to be good at something. And in 10 years, you know, I believe that you can achieve 10,000 hours in doing that. Do you feel that you, you guys have uh, achieved your 10,000 hours? I guess so. Although like, I think the whole concept of sort of mastering something, um, you know, with all due respect to Malcolm Gladwell or whoever came up with the 10,000 hour idea, I think that it's sort of, for my part, I feel like the, a lot of the excitement and, um, and a lot of my enthusiasm comes from from discovering things and 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 learning new ideas and and methods, especially with production and and with how quickly music changes. And so um, maybe I have put ten thousand hours in, but I would by no means say that we've mastered anything. I think we're still we still feel like, or at least we try to recreate the feeling of of doing it uh, doing it kind of for the first time and and bringing back as much of that initial enthusiasm that you get from, from like the first time you write a song or the first time you, you figure something out or you solve a problem. Um, and so, uh, yeah, I guess the time is there, but I, I feel like we're always, we're always searching and trying to grow. You guys approach this album extremely different from your past other albums. Right. Which was, you guys came in with no demos, you know, essentially maybe just an idea and then you worked on a song 
that day in the recording studio. Um, wh- why would you do that? I don't know. A lot of people take that, that studio time and, and they know how valuable it is. And to right. go and to go in there, seems self-destructive. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I think you know. To be honest, we we have we have always been sort of relentless and uh, obnoxious to some level uh, tinkerers, and, and so like we'll often like demo a song before we go to the studio to the point where like every little possible creative opportunity has already been spent pre pre studio and so you go into the studio and it's more like you're you're just um you know going through the motions so to speak and i think for this album we really wanted to to avoid uh that feeling of of just being there and kind of redoing things and and then also then you second guess the things you're redoing and you're wondering like well was the demo better and so for this we thought well the best way to do that is to just kind of get set up in the studio and i i should say we got into a really great situation where we we had some studio time um and uh we weren't feeling the pressure of like okay this has to be this has to work because you know for a variety of reasons we were our our previous album actually for the first session hadn't even come out yet waiver had not even been released at the time and so it kind of felt like a bonus opportunity and so we felt like hey we have we're afforded this this opportunity to take some risks and so uh yeah this just felt like another way like going back to what i was saying about about trying to recreate the feeling of like doing it for the first time um and so yeah we we uh we we made sure to not bring in any previous material um and just tried to kind of let things happen and trust things and and let her and make some mistakes and make some really bad things and then hopefully you know in the midst of all that there'd be a few good ones as well and by doing this the risk that you took you know I believe paid off because this is, this album is super vibey, funky at times, uh, jazzy in moments, and uh, I, I truly did dig it. When you guys were in the studio, I'm just curious about that first day because I envision you guys just walking in, just looking at each other and saying, "All right, <laughs> now, now what?" <laughs> right? You know, it kind of was that, to be honest. Like we we set absolutely everything up too like meticulously uh because i do a bunch of uh engineering and production stuff on the side too and i often use the studio so i kind of set it up we set everything up in a way where it's like we're about to hit record for a band who's been rehearsing their songs for the last three months you know and and, and all of that and it's it kind of reminded me of this this is great I mean, the show has kind of gotten weird over the years, but there's always this great Family Guy sketch where they're, uh, this is from like, I don't know, 20 years ago, where like there's the Griffin family band and, uh, they like get all this, they get all of this um, momentum, um, and, uh, publicity and they're about to play their first show and then like they count them in and a one and a two and a, and then Peter, and then Peter's like, Oh, whoops, we have no songs. <laughs> and they're on stage and then there's just no, there's just no noise. And I kind of imagined that being the scenario that would happen with, with this, except, um, I feel like we also, we were also excited about the concept and we, and you know, even though we're not like a jam band by any means, I feel like we've had a lot of success with just a couple of us playing apart and just playing around together. And then, calling something, you know, and just spending time uh, just kind of mining a couple ideas. I feel like 
the thing that often when you have a lot of time and you don't have any op and you don't have anything getting in your way is that you might throw 30 ideas on the table and then you're constantly like, oh, let's try the next one. Well, I see what the next one is. That's cool. But like, what about, what if we tried this? And so we, tr what happened actually when we hit record is that I think for the most part, we kind of just like often went with whatever the first one or two thing ideas that got presented. And sometimes it would be like, Hey, what about this drum part? Or, or like, it'd be like drums and bass. They're just jamming. It's like, Hey, that's cool. Let's just roll with that. And so we kind of just were less precious um, about what was being thrown on the table. And I think just saying yes more. And so in the end, it actually was a, I think it was a real benefit to the process. And not only that, but, you guys have been a band for 10 years now. I don't think that would have worked in, let's say, your first or second year of being a band. You know, that that's something that kind of comes later on where you can trust each other, whether it's with a melody or a, a certain riff, you know, to go off of. Totally. Yeah, yeah, that, I don't. I agree. I don't think that we would have felt comfortable trying that, like... For our first record, for example, um, yeah, and so and then just yeah, trusting each other is a big is a big thing, and and so yeah, you're totally right. Like it it had to have it had kind of had to have happened now. There's a lot going on in your guys's personal lives. I saw you added another member to the band, uh, having another baby. Uh, I'm not necessarily I'm not necessarily, I, I don't know who, but uh, I, I saw a photo of a baby and stuff like that, and I was just like, oh my god, Bucky's baby, yeah, yeah. Congratulations to the new member. Have, have you decided if they're going to be at the merch table for a baby shower gift? We got Nora, the newest member of the band, a little royal canoe onesie, and uh, it's quite the model. To, it's quite the way to model your merch. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was like, I want to have a kid, and I want to buy him, you know, yeah. a onesie. <laughs> But I was like, wait, I, I enjoy my free time a little too much. So that's true. <laughs> yeah, so that that's cool. And uh, seeing um, all your other bandmates kind of uh, progress in their life, are you feeling like a little bit more pressure now? Now that like people are starting to have families and whatnot, that they're not going to take something like this seriously. We've kind of had some like clear conversations about about how we all feel about things and like you can't you have to do that you know you have to there has to be a lot of trust and understanding about where everyone's at and it's like yeah now that bucky has a baby we can't go on the road for 10 months of the year you know and i think that we're all also in a point in our lives where that's probably not a bad thing like no one's really complaining about that um that being said we all love touring and and we have some exciting things maybe coming down the line in that regard but yeah, I think uh, I think we're, we are all kind of on the same page, and I I feel like we we love we love the idea of of Royal Canoe being a, a, a sort of like a project focused band where it's like we can take things like the ice show that we did a year and a half ago, or something like this album, or whatever other opportunity we have. Another couple of crazy ideas. Um, that we might be trying out in the near future. And I think really focusing on those, everyone, you know, dedicating focus time to, to this idea. Um, I think that's a way that we figured have, has worked for us now to, to keep, you know, keep that longevity going. 
Um, and I and I have a feel I have a good just a good vibe about about things moving forward. It really seems that uh, through this uh, decade of creating together that you guys have really found what drives not only you but the entire band, which is always a key ingredient for longevity. There's just so many bands that it's you know I and I see this all the time where I see a band with so much potential. And they're going, and then they just break up because they were just like, well, you know, you know, we, we did it for four years and we weren't like mega successful. And then they just stop, you know, and I'm just yeah. like, I'm like, you guys were right there, you know, but they don't, they can't see that. They just, you know, um, see the daily grind and it gets to them. And I think that's one of those, um, I, you know, I don't, I don't know if it's like a, a, a fabricated, uh, thing or, or just kind of the, the way the machine works to kind of just crank out the people that are not serious or, or that just think that, you know, success is going to happen overnight. It doesn't happen like that now, you know, and, um, it's one of those things that people get discouraged by and it shouldn't. It should be something that people are embracing. I've been doing this for over a decade as well. You know, and, um, you know, I've, I've been there with crowds. I've been there with no crowds, you know, and that never discouraged me as long as I had the passion, uh, to do totally. something like this. And what was it for you that, you know, made you super passionate about this band? Often it be, it starts with just having other people that you want to hang out with and you want to, you want to make something with, you know, that feeling I've always been um, with all of my past projects and even some of the other things I'm doing besides Royal Canoe, everything music in music for me has always been about collaboration. And so um, I just love, you know, making things with, with these particular people. And so having that moment of like, you know, just coming up with a, with a chord progression or a lyric or, you know, uncovering something that you just solving a problem you just didn't think you could solve, but doing that with someone else to me has always been so much more rewarding than just being there on your own at, you know, four in four in the morning. And mind you, there's still lots of that, that, that happens. Um, but I feel like the, just the communal aspect of, of, of solving problems together, you know, and then also just, be, you know, being, you have to like the people that you're on the road with all the time and that you're, you know, sharing a bed or a floor or a, you know, hotel room or, you know, whatever with because, you know, you're going to see them a lot. And I feel like this band also, the main reason it survived is because we do all really enjoy each other's company. And yeah, and, and then, you know, I, I feel like you, you, you touched on something earlier just talking about like how a band might, have success and then four years go by, have a little bit of success and then four years go by and, and the ramp starts to tilt. Um, and I think that just comes down also to just what your, your motivations are and why you're doing it and how much, how much happiness you get in the rest of your life too. Um, and I feel like I, I've done a better job in the last 10 years, five years of, of, of finding, striking a balance and understanding how important it is to have, happiness in the rest of my life and that that can actually that can actually really contribute to more focus artistically and and it can create a more diverse you know palette of inspirations to draw from and i and i and i think in the past it's been just about this and and uh and then some, sometimes you lose you know you don't have anything to sing about 
<laughs> as well. You know, it's like, you know, one wants to hear fucking songs about, about like how to make a D chord, you know? And, and so I think learning, learning that too, just learning how you need to grow as a person to grow as an artist. And, uh, and then feeling that for me, the motivation is the art itself is the creation itself. And so I feel very lucky that people care about it. Um, and obviously that in a lot of ways, like literally and figuratively fuels and funds what you do. Um, but at the core, you have to get fulfillment from doing what you do. And, uh, and so I feel like having that be the sort of heart of everything is, is, uh, is probably a big reason we're still doing what we do. The whole communal aspect is what I love. And you guys did something communal as well, which is you had everyone, uh, what is it, uh, get on their porch and play yeah. the same song at the, the this exact time. How did that go? That that, that sounds fun. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, uh, the other Matt in the band, Matt Schellenberg, had this idea um, a couple, a few months ago. And uh, yeah, that, the, the uh, an idea was that we would, we would have a whole bunch of people uh, kind of sign up and agree to play the song at the same time. So it was like 5.45 central time, excuse me, on the day of our release. And it went so well. We had hundreds of people sign up all over the world. Um, and, uh, we, yeah, there's lots of videos on social media uh, of people doing it. And, uh, yeah, it kind of, it kind of worked as a stand-in for having that show, having that moment when you're on stage and everyone's there and maybe it's the album release day or on that, or that tour. And you're kind of like just, you know, celebrating together and, and they're, they're hearing the songs some, in some cases for the first time. And, you know, there's just so much excitement there. And so because we know we couldn't have that for obvious reasons, um, this kind of felt like the best alternative. It seemed pretty cool too. I wish, I wish I had known and I would have, uh, you know, played along, uh, as well. So, uh, I thought that was super cool, super fun. The album, uh, Sidelining is available everywhere. Go out, uh, and check it out. Uh, for more information, log on to royalcanoe.com. Uh, but I did get to see your guys' trailer that you released for the album, uh, for it, uh, launching. And I saw that you guys were playing, uh, basketball. Uh, during this time, is that the sport that you guys all gravitate to and all play to kind of build up camaraderie? I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that. I think that was just a funny kind of like clip. I think that, uh, there's definitely, cause we're from Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada. There's a lot of, you know, it's, we're, we're kind of born to be hockey fans on some level. Not to say everyone here cares. Um, but we have our Winnipeg Jets here. And that's, uh, I'd say there's, you know, a good three, a good five or five, six of the band really likes the Jets and, and we follow them and we, you know, we go through the, the pain of being a small market, uh, team in a, in a vast league. Uh, a few of us golf, but the, I don't know, basketball, there's been, we, at one point we took part in like a charity basketball tournament and a few of the guys played in that. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't, I wouldn't call us like the most sporty band. But, uh, but there's definitely some, some, some sports fandom going on. I'd be lying if I said there wasn't. <laughs> Very cool. 
Very cool. And uh, if you guys want to play the team uh, again in basketball, hit them up on their website, royalcanoe.com. Go check them out. And uh, most importantly, go check out uh, their album that is available everywhere. It's called Sidelining. Check it out. It is uh, super cool. And um, it's weird. You know, um, um, I usually have a lot of bands that I have on a month. But now I'm getting a little bit more meticulous, more, you know, I'm, I'm really looking at bands extra closely. So I'm not really getting a lot of interviews right now because I'm just, nothing right now is uh, really impressing me, but you guys did. And uh, that's why I had Thank to you. have you guys on uh, with your music. It's, you know, it, it, it's real hard to not be put in a genre. And you guys are, you know... I couldn't even tell you what you guys were. If someone was like, you know, hey, uh, can you describe, um, you know, the band? And I would be like, uh, Royal Canoe is, you know, tough to pigeonhole as something, <laughs> you know, because there, there are times where you're funky, there are times where you're jazzy, and you're just putting it all together, creating your own sound. I don't know if, I, you know, I'm, I'm not, sh- I'm not saying that. That was done on purpose because nothing is really ever done on purpose. But I, I'm I'm sure this sound evolved into what it is now, right? Yeah, and and I and it's funny that you say that because I feel like we've always felt that too. People ask us to describe it, and uh, and I feel like we've always struggled to to have like a sort of snappy, you know, this meets that uh, turn of phrase uh, that we could use to to describe our music and. Um, yeah, I, I think it has always, it, it has constantly been evolving over the years. And I feel like we've, we've maybe, if anything, um, I feel like on our first record, I still love it. It's, it's fun to go back and, and, and kind of reminisce, but I feel like there's, there was just a lot happening. And I feel like it, it's interesting how when you get older, I feel like as you were saying about, you know, maybe now you have fewer bands on, on, in, on the on the program i feel like for us we've we've learned maybe to to just have fewer fewer uh instruments and try to enjoy the space more in our music and not feel like every single second has to be filled with an idea um and so i feel i hope that that continues and and i in our music and we keep sort of learning how to cultivate space and the absence of ideas, and that can be its own thing. You know, that's sometimes the, it's the whole in between the lines concept. That uh, that like you know, I'm 40 now, and it's taken me it's taken me a while to to really understand that as an artist. But but I'm glad that you you finally came to that conclusion. You know what I mean? Uh, a lot of people just get stuck in their own uh, ways and, and refuse to change. Uh, whether that be good or bad, but musically, you know, one of the things is you, you, you constantly have to evolve. That's the one thing that I, I know that makes a good band a good band is, you know, you, when you buy an album, you're not necessarily going to get what was packaged in the last album. You're going to get something new or a fresh take on something else. And uh, bands need to do that, uh, not necessarily in order to survive, but in in order to be more creative uh and to stay sane in a yeah. way just to like keep wanting to do it you know i can't imagine if you had such a specific sound and you were always sort of just going back to the same 
well. I, I, for me, at least, I feel like it would get it would get tiring after a while. Um, it would just be less exciting. And so I think that because we do have a bit more of a diverse palette, I feel like we can we can focus on one thing for one maybe you know song or even an album, and then it's not doesn't sound it's not out of place for us to go and drift somewhere you know a little off the beaten path. No one would really you know you know second guess it. Yeah, very cool. Uh, make sure, guys, again, log on to royalcanoe.com. Go check out the band. And, again, uh, I'll have links to their Facebook, their Twitter, their Instagram. And, of course, I'll even have a link to their Spotify so you could go check them out there. Give them a few uh, clicks. I saw your, uh, I believe it was your the title track from that album, Sidelining. Uh, actually, it got like over 100,000 uh, plays already, right? Oh no, that was for the album. Yeah, that was the that that was like I think the first week we were we were just looking at our Spotify plays and we realized oh the album's already got it was like four days in and we already had like a hundred thousand plays or something. So it was just cool to see that like you know it's it, it's one of those things where most people don't even know what that means in terms of relative plays. Like, but for us, it's it's just you know you like to have a little bit of that. Um, like to just have some metric, right? You know, it, and it's like if we're going to, if we're going to sort of, as artists, have to sort of like sign this, you know, invisible contract with the streaming services that this is how we present our music to people. Um, on some levels, it's you know, it, it sucks to always have those numbers thrown at you, and you can like, you really look at them and see them, and you can obsess over them, and it can be really disheartening sometimes. Uh, because it seems so random, like why did why are people listening to this song and not that song? And then you understand, you start to learn about algorithms and all of the hocus pocus stuff that goes on behind the scenes that has nothing to do with people's tastes. Um, and sometimes it does have something to do with people's tastes, and and then it's like, oh, okay, that actually makes sense. Um, but I guess the point I'm trying to make is, you know, you're there as an artist, you know, you're part of the the streaming uh, mechanism and the big complex of streaming uh this huge industry of that that never existed like 20 years ago completely different things that you would be thinking about and caring about when you're trying to gauge success and so every once in a while when you have something you're like oh that's that's neat it's fun to sort of celebrate it a bit yeah and uh i am celebrating you guys uh for being on the show thank you again so much matt peters uh, singer, vocalist, and all around nice guy. Uh, go ahead uh, and uh, pick up the album. Uh, available everywhere. Uh, sidelining, highly encourage it. But you know that the 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 first track, you know, which is sidelining, is amazing. Um, the, the, what a way to kick off the album as well. Thanks. So uh, it was uh, one of my favorites. And um, do you mind if I play that last for the last song? I, yeah, I, I wasn't it. really, but I was like, can I do this? And I was like, it was, it was just really good. So I uh, wanted to play that. So we're going to play that. And again, uh, for more information about Matt Peters and uh, his band, Royal Canoe, again, make sure to go check him out, royalcanoe.com. And uh, thanks so much for being on the program. Thank you so much for having me. All right, guys. And uh, again, we are going to leave off with uh, the title track from the album Sidelining. This is Sidelining. I was sitting on the stoop watching all that sun shining. 
Thanks again for tuning in uh, right here on What the Music and uh, checking out the latest and greatest that music has to offer. Truly do appreciate uh, the band Royal Canoe for having them on. Again, royalcanoe.com. And since you're already there on the internet, go ahead and log on to entertheshell.com. Uh, there you will see all the show notes. So if you want to get a hold of this band that I featured or any band that I featured and want to learn more about them, all their links are on the show notes. Uh, there you'll also see, uh, all my streaming partners. Go ahead and, uh, check those out and hit that subscribe button so you could take me anywhere and, uh, hear me as often as possible. Would truly appreciate that. And because you're there already clicking around at entertheshell.com, I do have a contact button. If you're in a band, know a band, um, you know, want to hear a band, uh, go ahead, click that contact button and hit me up and, um, you know, you could be featured on what the music. And lastly, guys, I love finding bands for you. I enjoy music so much. Uh, but I do do this out of the, the goodness of music and for the love of music. However, there are things like server space uh, that needs to get paid for. I don't mind paying for it, but if you can help a brother out, I would truly, truly appreciate it. I do have a donation button. Go ahead and click that. And, uh, you know, no amount is too little, but it has to be over than a dollar. <laughs> I believe in, in technical terms, in, in, uh, donation terms, it at least has to be a dollar, um, for me to get a donation. So. Not saying, you know, you, you could give me 50 cents, but I don't think it would uh, take that. So, uh, I would truly appreciate that. But I get it. Times are tough. If you don't have the fizzles, no problem. Uh, if you're on social media, share the link. Let people know that you're talking and listening about 
entertheshell.com. Would truly appreciate it, uh, for a share, a follow, or whatever right there. So, uh, again, thank you guys so much for, uh, tuning in. Really appreciate it. My guest was Royal Canoe. And make sure to go check them out, royalcanoe.com. And we are out of here later.